As an engineering leader, you know firsthand that achieving work-life balance can be hard. Many business owners struggle with the balance between their personal lives and their work. This leads to stress and a feeling of regret. But that's not the case for the listeners of the Engineer Your Success podcast with Dr. James Bryant. This podcast provides tools, tips, and techniques to help you achieve success both in business and in life. Tune in. Let's engineer your success today. I want to welcome you to the Engineer Your Success podcast. My name is Dr. James Bryant, your host for the show. This podcast provides tools, tips, and techniques to help you achieve success both in business and in life. It is my pleasure to guide you on your journey to designing and living a life where you are winning at work and at home. I hope that you are having an absolutely fantastic, great week. Whatever way that you want to describe your week, I hope that you are having that week. Hey, today we're going to do a continuation of the episode from last week where we provided excerpts from the Engineer Your Success on-ramp session on leveraging AI to get more things done. That session primarily focused on the use of ChatGPT to help boost personal productivity. So last week was more of the teaching portion where we provided an overview of ChatGPT. This week's podcast episode really focuses on the question and answer portion of that session. So if you've never been to an engineer, your success on ramp session, typically what happens is for the first 15 or 20 minutes, we'll do some teaching and training and then open up the floor for the last 30 minutes or 40 minutes to have Q&A and hands on application of whatever it is that we're talking about. In this episode, you'll hear me talk about the general process that I take my private clients through, delegate, eliminate and automate and how chat GPT or, you know, where AI plays a role in that process. You'll also hear about using chat GPT to help you develop a personal development plan or a growth plan for maybe one of your staff engineers. You'll also hear some fun things that we do as well, whether it's scheduling a vacation in the Philippines, coming up with a few cooking recipes. I think there's going to be something in this episode for everyone. So is there a particular prompt or area that you guys want to explore as we can look at this tool in use? Yeah, I'm still, I have to say that I'm still struggling. I've been trying thinking about ChatGPT over the last few months, and I'm just still struggling to figure out how I can kind of use it to make my life more efficient. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to think of a topic that I, like you say, brainstorming. All right. So can it help with like staffing sort of concerns and like. What, what, it depends on the, the. Yeah. Like let's say I've got an engineer who wants an opportunity for growth and how can I make that happen internally? Like that's on my mind right now. So yes. like, how could I use a chat GPT or could I use chat yes. GPT to help me like brainstorm solutions for so, that mean, situation? So we can do a crude version of that yeah. and I will, will type that in, but the more specific you are right. in terms of the engineer. So you would say, I have an engineer, this is where they are in their career. Uh, mm -hmm. Here are the internal resources that we have. I want you to act as if you are a human resource specialist and develop mm -hmm. a personal development plan for, mm -hmm. or a personal growth plan for this engineer. 
and that will brainstorm and give you ideas for that. Okay. That's it's pretty incredible. Yeah. And so I think I put a link in the chat where I'm doing some complimentary sessions to meet with people one-on-one to help them kind of look through how they can actually use the tool. And so that's something where we can kind of specifically go in in that particular use case and develop a very detailed prompt to help get you started. You talked about the three things like automate and delegate was delegate, eliminate, automate. Okay. So how does this fit into that? Like, do I just need chat GPT or is there like more of a kind of a formalized process where this fits in? For me, it's a formalized process where it fits in. This is, you know, part of what I will work with my private clients with, where we'll be looking at their activities, whether it's work or personal, because I help people win at work and at home. And we're going to look at their activities and what's going on to see, are there areas in general where we need to delegate things that are there activities or things that need to be eliminated? Or is there something where we can use automation to leverage and make things flow easier for that individual? And so the use of a tool like ChatGPT just fits within that overall uh, construct of delegate, eliminate, and automate. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, the first thing is just get rid of stuff that you don't need in your schedule because that'll improve your productivity. And then... Mm -hmm. Uh, some stuff you give it to other people or give it to chat GPT to dip it. And then some stuff gets systemized. And so you would help me figure out how to do that. In addition, like if I don't see a use for chat GPT, that's one thing, but you help me figure out how to get the other stuff. Right. Yeah. It's it, yeah. It's chat GPT is just one of the tools that we would use in the overall framework and looking at how we can delegate, eliminate, and automate is, would be folded into what we do for the engineer's blueprint for success. My process it. that I work with my clients through. I got it. So if I'm like stressed out or feel like I can't get everything done, we go through that. You'd ask me like what I want. And then. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And for those aren't familiar with the process, you know, we really focus on what is it that, you know, what is it that you want? Um, so we focus on what matters most. And then from there, we go through the, the rest of those steps. Hi, James. Yes, I was just going to piggyback off of everyone and say, I can understand concerns. I have friends who are writers in marketing and some engineers, and people are submitting things directly from <laughs> this AI tool. However, you can't replace human authenticity. And I, I think it's just, we can be empowered by it and feared from it. Like, we can just use it. All right, Monique, thank you. Great podcast. Thank you. Where have you seen ChatGPT or AI be most beneficial for you? Oh, for me, it's been brainstorming ideas. A, a lot of times it's difficult to start something or we're saying, I'm not sure how I want to start this. So being able to write a prompt, give me an outline for X, Y, and Z really helps. Is it going to be 100% perfect? No, but it gets you started. Another trick that I use, voice dictation, and I will open up Microsoft Word and just talk about a topic. This is what's of interest to me. This is what I'm thinking about today. I really want to help people do this, whatever the topics are, whatever the topic is. 
And then I'll take that script and put that in the chat GPT and say, extract the, you know, three key points from this brief discussion. And that's, that helps me to refocus in on those talking points that were extracted from my thoughts. James, I have not used ChatGBT yet because I wanted to wait on getting more information from you, but I've been told you can use it to also like refresh a resume or generate a resume if you haven't done that in a long time. Yeah, you can have it refresh almost anything, particularly if you're using a tool that's using it on the back end with the API and you can have it look at a resume and refresh it. The, I think part of the restriction that you may have with the free tool that they have at OpenAI's website is there's a character limit as to what it can analyze and look at. And so you may not be able to put your full resume in there, but you could put different sections in there. You can say, here's my relevant experience, develop a narrative that talks about what I've been able to accomplish. I think I'd be really interested just to see, I know you said you're going to show us how to use it, but I think I'm a visual. So until I see like what, what the product actually looks like, I don't know. Verdict is still out for you. Yeah. 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 Okay. So then number one, thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you for presenting this. Whenever chat GPT came out, I tried telling family members and friends, Hey, this is something you need to get ahead of. So then understanding that it doesn't take away creativity from your perspective, what do you see? How does, how is chat GPT going to impact how we interact? Like you gave really good examples. I love what you said. Hey, I'll get on Microsoft office. I'll dictate, then I'll put it in chat GPT to, you know, pull out those key points. How do you see this impacting whether it's coaching or other places where we interact or even in the engineering field? How do you see ChatGPT changing the way we do business? I think you have to look at it as just another tool that is going to help streamline and enhance how we do things and how we look at data. I mean, basically what most of us are using ChatGPT for, maybe looking at some rewording, some, some text, or helping to come up with some social media ideas, thinking about things that we write. But it can also be a really strong processor of data to help us looking at data in a different way. You are still gonna be the one that has to make the decision on the data, but it's just another tool that helps to recategorize and organize the information so that we can make better decisions in a faster. Ahmad, did that answer your question? Oh, yes, I appreciate that. And I got a follow-up if you don't mind. No, I don't mind. Go ahead. So then when I read, when I seen the 60 minutes, it was a 60 minutes, you know, they had done some, they had done it. It wasn't on chat GPT. It was on, it was another, it was on Google's version of it, mm -hmm. but Bard. And, mm -hmm. Bard. and then there was an article that came out. I forget. I think it was in Forbes that we was talking about the job losses in regards to chat GPT. And I understand you, you're saying this is a tool. Do you foresee do you agree with some of the things that they're saying in regards to the impact of jobs? Like, you know, computer engineers, their value, they may always be needed, but do you foresee chat GPT kind of impacting their, the value of their skill set? Opinion. I'm, I'm not asking because I like the way you think. So I want to kind of pull some of those ideas out of you. 
No, that's fine, Amada. I would say, is it going to have an impact? Yes. I mean, it's going to have an impact. Is it going to totally replace computer engineering? No, I don't think so. I think you still need to have the human creativity um, and you have to be able to ask the right questions and tell it to do the right thing. Will it, you know, a hundred years from now, may, may it has evolved to that point? It may have, but I don't, again, you can look at new technology that is emerging and you can say, wow, I'm scared of this. It's going to take away my job. But the technology is coming regardless of whether you think it's going to take your job or not. So it's really incumbent on anybody that's listening to this session, that's looking at the recording or maybe listening to the podcast. If you think what you are doing is going to be impacted by technology, then it really is up to you to learn more about that technology and how you can leverage it to continue to be relevant as the marketplace continues to evolve and change. Hey, this is James, and I'm here to help you win at work and at home. Let's connect. You can use the link in the show notes to schedule a complimentary session. And we're going to walk through the steps that it's going to take for you to start thriving so you can engineer your success and live the life that you love. Come on, sign up today. Dan D'Angelo, I see you have your hand raised. Hey, James, thanks. So kind of on a different different aspect, the, the use of chat GPs from an academic perspective or for professional work, right? Mm -hmm. And the certain, you know, sourcing it and that type of thing. What any, any advice? I see the National Academies is, I think it's evolving. They've issued some guidance on how to incorporate it into research. Yep. What kind of cautions do you have? And I mean, there, there are tools that you can make it sound like a natural voice. You can make it say, I want to let an eighth grade level, right? All those type of tools. How do you, where do you see that going or any, any advice on you know, using it for business purposes, right? Or research or academic purposes. Yeah, it, I'm going to defer to my good friend, Richard Ken, if he does, if he's still here when we get to talk about that, but let me say something before I get to you, Richard. And that is, you know, Dan, I think what has happened with the national academies and the transportation research board, they have even talked about how do you, if you used chat GPT or some kind of AI tool to help you write your paper that you have to cite that. You have to say, this is how it was used. Like it was used to develop an outline. It was used, however it was used, they want to be able to source that. There are tools that are out there. I think it's originality AI that you can put text into and it will give you a probability of whether this text was generated by AI or not or generated by human. And so you can imagine there's gonna be this arms race of people that of, they're trying to build the model to fool the tool and they're going to continue to increase the tool to be able to catch the models. But in terms of how it's being used in academia, Richard, you got any thoughts on that? Yeah. I'm not an expert on how various groups are requiring citation or recommendations for the use of these kinds of tools. I will say right now, it's, I think everyone's trying to figure it out, but it's also really not much of an issue because in my experience, Chat GPT and these other kinds of tools are very good for generic kinds of things. Like if you wanted to write a generic resume for you, it can. But if you wanted to write a highly specific resume or a really insightful treatise on a particular area of academics that experts are going to read, it's not good enough to fool anyone. So like a resume for like an administrative assistant from Chat GPT we might hire, 
but there's no way that a resume short like a faculty member could be written by ChatGPT. It wouldn't be specific enough. And so right now it's not as much of an issue. It probably will become one. And I think people are still kind of thinking about that, but I don't know of any like hard and fast guidelines just because A, it's not much of an issue and B, it's evolving so fast. That's my experience. I've even, right, there's even add-ons where you can take something for plagiarism, right? Say, hey, reword this so it's not plagiarized, right? It's not copied from somebody else. So, yeah. Yeah, you, you can do that. You can tell the reword it. The cool thing is think about how you can leverage it for your own purposes. So let's say, and Monique, I'm going to get to you in a second. Say, Dan, let's say you're writing an email and you are concerned that the person reading the email is going to read it and think of it as more harsh than what it may be. Because, you know, sometimes reading the thing, you could then take that same email, put it into a tool like ChatGPT and say, make this email more friendly or write, rewrite this email to be more friendly. And then it'll give you some options for that. And then it's up to you to leverage and choose how you use it, but it can help you with situations like that. Apparently read some of my emails. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Hey, Monique, you had your hand raised. So Nadine, I know you are like an expert in using chat GPT. Can you give some wisdom to the folks that are here in the meeting? Yeah, for sure. So we've been using a lot of AI tools actually in the company. And it's true to the point of one of the speakers a while ago about how jobs really decreased for some industries because of this tool. But, you know, we upskill, right? We learn a lot. We leverage, just like what Dr. James said. So yeah, one of the things that was taught to us in using this tool is to be really specific. Like when you are, for example, this is how I use it, okay? For example, if I were to write for someone who is a business coach, let's say Jerome Myers, you know, I can say something like, I am a renowned, very famous business coach, and this is what I want to say. Like be really specific in using the tool and it can really help you generate that kind of voice you want, if you know what I mean. Because like, I totally get the point in how it can be generic, but there is a way to make it less generic, if that's the best way to put it. And that's by being specific on what kind of voice you want to give to the prompt as you're writing it down. And then, yeah, just send your thoughts away. And there was this very good tip by one of our writers, which is, the key is not to add, but to trim down whenever we're using this. So trim down those things we are looking at when the results come in, read it like really carefully because there really could be times it's wrong. It's just really misinterpreted. So yeah, that's what I can share with you. you know, Nadine, you're absolutely correct. There, there are times where it's just too much. Like you'll, like you'll ask it, it'll be very wordy and it, it does a great job of peering down to get to key points. One of the best things to put there first is like how many days? So now replan this for what? Seven days. So now it goes through and it will do that Ooh. for those seven days. And it can go down even more specific to what your preferences would be like for example do you want a kind of vacation with more beaches mm -hmm. you know you don't mind the outdoor activities things like that 
Or if you want to explore the restaurants, cafes, be on a food trip, you can be as specific as that too. If you want to, which aspect of traveling you'd want to highlight. One of the things we can do for that is we can tell ChatGPT, you are an outdoorsy person who mm -hmm. loves hiking, going to the beach, yada, yep. yada, yada. And you will plan a seven-day holiday in the Philippines. There we go. And it will and it'll do that. Anna wants to use it for visualization. We would have to use Dial E for that or Mid Journey. But there are tools that are out there where you can tell it specifically what you want. And it will give you a picture. You could say, give me a snowplow in Alaska with a black bear in the background, and it'll develop it for you. And we, you've been doing those things with on Fridays about like what you do with your family on the weekend. Mm -hmm. Is it to plan a weekend with the family or something like that? Yes. I do that all the time. I will say, give me some ideals for family games or an ideal for a family outing for a day trip in rich, in the Richmond, Virginia area where activities or some trails and it'll give you options. Again, I use it as a tool to supplement my thinking process or my thought process. It is not going to be, I'm going to put a prompt in and it's going to give me exactly what I'm going to do. It's going to give you some ideas. And sometimes if you're looking at current events, it may miss those things. It may miss things that are happening this weekend, if it's an event based, because the data is pulling is past data in most times. There are options if you want things that are more current. And for more current things, you can use Bing Chat, which is based off of ChatGPT. Pull that up. And it kind of gives you a sense of how you can use it as well. So it's based off of ChatGPT, but it's saying it gives you what are some things that you can ask, travel. You can compare different things. It can help you develop code if you wanted to give you a grocery list, you can do that. Um, if you wanted to start a knock-knock joke, there are all kinds of things that you can do. And the way that the Bing Power Chat GPT or Bing Power AI tool is it you can ask it to be more creative. You can ask it to be balanced or very precise. And when you say more precise, you just want it to actually pulling out verifiable facts and things that it can kind of point to in terms of resources that it's pulled from. Go ahead, Jennifer. I'm sorry. Okay, so this one is just fun. I like to cook. So mm -hmm. tell me, I have strawberries, blueberries, and peaches in my refrigerator. What kind of dessert can I make? I had to do this last night, and I used Google to do it. So let's see what it tells me. All I came up with was a fruit cobbler. So let's see what it comes up with. Can you see it, Jennifer? Yep, I got you. Okay, there's the berry crumble. That's what I did. Mm -hmm. Okay. Fresh fruit salad. You could, do, you could have did grilled fruit skewers. Darn it. I didn't even know about that one. <laughs> didn't even think about that. I thought the crumble thing, and, and guess what Google gave me back. So, mm -hmm. okay. But it's a, again, it's good to generate ideas, right? Let's it's, you know, think about it and have fun and generate those ideas like, yes. Right. Uh-huh. Very good. Thank you. All right. That wraps up this episode of the Engineer Your Success Podcast. Looking forward to continuing to help you learn more about ChatGPT, helping you boost your personal productivity. 
and more so helping you delegate, eliminate and automate so that you can continue to live the life that you want. Next week, be sure to tune in. Episode 104, two years of podcast episodes. It's going to be a special show. I'm looking forward to talking to you and continuing this conversation again next week. But I'm going to end this episode like I end every episode. Many people know what to do. Fewer people know how to do it. And there's a select group of people that actually follow through, do it, and are living the life of their dreams. It is my desire for you to be part of that select few. I want you to be great this week. This is Dr. James Bryant, your guide for winning at work and at home. Thank you for listening to Engineer Your Success with Dr. James Bryant. Do me a favor and subscribe to the podcast. Leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast player. Many people know what to do. Fewer people know how to do it and a small fraction of people actually do it. I believe that you can have success both in business and in life, and it's my passion to guide you on your path to engineering your success. Thanks.